Like a ghost, and that is my alter ego, Josephine Electric, the lead singer of Family Like a Ghost. This episode is Peg, Lick the Dust Off My Boots. So, the story behind Josephine Electric is 
I, you know, am a musician and a keyboardist. And for many years, I never sang. I just created what I call expansive sound experiments. And then one day I heard about the Roland JDXI and how it was going to have the ability to um, have a VPO3 vocoder and some other vocoder capabilities. So I, I went and got that instrument and decided I was going to integrate the vocoder. Initially, I did experiments with uh, my voice and sounded kind of like, you know, transformers and heavy, deep bass sounds. And then I used the, found the soprano setting and the soprano setting on the JDXI created Josephine Electric. From then on, I used uh, that soprano setting to create this character that is the lead singer, Josephine Electric, of Family Electric Ghost. And she has this vibe that she is a phantom, she's a ghost, she's intangible and she can be tangible. She has a, a very strong sexual appetite, she's bisexual, she's transsexual, she's every type of sex that you could ever have. She, like I said, is a dominatrix. She's into fetish bondage grooves. And she just has a, is a total, you know, diva when it comes to anything that has to do with ecstasy or sex or passion. And then she has kind of a semi-violent nature where she can get pretty angry and vengeful. Um, but the idea uh, of her character, you know, I just kept on refining it you know, added the MX-1 performance mixer to change the levels on her voice. Use Zoom R24's different sonic profiles uh, to change her character. And then lately, in 2018-2019, I got the VT3 uh, vocal transformer, which again gave us more capability with her voice. And so the album Dark Ghost was primarily done with that. Um, and that's an album, unreleased album that we tried to put out through Diggers Factory Records. And uh, we still have it on the shelf <clears throat> because now we've got a bunch of projects that we've actually signed with two labels, Mojo Heads Records. And for the song that's coming out this Friday, the 12th, we still have some personal demons to betray. We use the VT3 and VT4 of vocal transformers. The difference, the VT4 is polyphonic. The VT4 has a harmony capability, has a, 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 a tighter control on the pitch, has a lot of different sonic profiles, has a noise cancellation switch. It's just a very powerful vocoder. We've gotten uh, a lot of work on it lately. Uh, the album we're working on for the other label we signed with is called Violets, which is a Dark Ghost album, but it doesn't say it's a Dark Ghost album, but it's it's a bunch of songs that we created um, primarily this year. There are two songs that are old in our catalog uh, that go back to 2016 uh, that we've uh, resurrected and uh, remixed. And then we're using the ability of having a label and having uh, actual recording engineers actually take our music and uh, professionally record it. So we're very excited to have that done. We've been recording our own music and producing ourselves for since 20, oh, 2008. Uh, and we were using Landar for a long time. And we still use it. But um, and it's cool to have recording engineers and producers actually involved in our work. Um, 
we weren't a primary producer on all of our work, but we've had some people actually working. At Motorheads, we actually had a co-production on the song, You Still Have Some Personal Demons to Betray. And the two versions of the remix, which is significantly altered from the original version. And even our original version, the lyrics were kind of moved around. Um, but our original uh, playing is pretty much there. But the, the the way where they placed our vocals, there was a production, you know, producer deference that we allowed on um, Motorheads to uh, have a little bit more creative control with a, uh, with a 50-50 split on the production. Uh, when we're dealing with... Um, uh, the the other label that we're working with, um, the the issue that well not an issue but what what we're doing is we're primarily doing most of our work we we are in a distribution deal, um, so with Bentley they distribute our work and we pretty much have it done and just engineer it for us and help us with the design. But um, yeah, so a lot of the songs we've been creating this year. Uh, for Josephine, are using the VT3 and VT4 vocal transformers from Roland. And we exclusively use those. Unlike some people, we actually use the vocoder for the, like the whole length of the song because that is Josephine. She's in character. That's what we do. Um, and so you get a different feel than a lot of bands that use it for accents or just the emphasis on certain parts of their songs. It's an integral part of our workflow and our production because Josephine is in character the whole song. So we're using the, the JDXI or we're using the VT3 or VT4 through the whole song, which is a, pretty much a different use than what most people use it for. Um, so Roland, we like to give them props. We're, we're heavy Roland users. We use a lot of Roland gear, um, but you know we just don't want to push them over. But you know, Josephine wouldn't exist unless we were using Roland vocoders. And Roland vocoders are some of the best vocoders I've ever used. Um, and uh, we're very excited to continue to use them. So Roland, uh, understand Josephine wouldn't exist without a JDXI or a VT3 or a VT4. So Solar Stone Man, the first song here in this episode, where we're getting back to the point, uh, licked the dust off my boots, but I was giving a little history on Josephine. You know, she's in this dominatrix mode, and now she's actually found a man that actually has got... Um, you know, her interested because this man is standing up and you know she's pretty excited about him because he's he's like a an adonis he's like a real like a prototypical manly man he's like all that he's he's this guy who's on the beach all the women and men wanna wanna fuck him he's just he's a he's just a total catch he's built he's like ripped and he's but not only that is he's not <laughs> he's not a Trumpster. He's not somebody that's in love with MAGA. He's not like make America great again. He's like the opposite. He's into, you know, clean energy. He's, you know, against the oil company. He's against the man. You know, he's he he wants to change the world and he's not gonna be part of the master plan of the MAGA hot hat Trumpster crowd. Um, he's not gonna be a tool. Of ignorance, he's gonna try to push forward a more uh, sustainable agenda, but at the same time, he's a total fuck. You know, in terms of he he's a he's a a lay. He's like somebody that everybody wants to get with. Um, so he's 
he's not like a Woody Allen. He's not some nerdy, uh, uh, you know, progressive liberal. He's kind of a, a strange bird. He's got the the body of an Adonis, but the mind of like a, a Spock or something. So he, he, he's just somebody that Josephine's very enamored with. And so she's kind of talking him up. So Josephine, who normally is not very impressed with most men, uh, is totally into this guy. And she's just praising him through this whole song and basically the praises of the solar stone man and the kind of stone at rock abs and stone hard. <laughs> you can guess what that is, but uh, yeah, she, she, she's very impressed with them. And we, what we did with this song is we, um, we did a couple of things. We built a beat um, on a, on a, on a Moog mother 32. And then we put it, and a DFAM, and then we put it into a morphogene for make noise. Because we were talk, we talked about before how Lollipop says how you can use a morphogene as a drum machine. <clears throat> so we basically wired it up to be able to um, take the a drum uh, uh, sequence that we did on a on a on a DFAM, a drummer from another mother from Moog, and got it into a nice clip which is more what you would say you would do on a typical sampler, but within um, a morphogen, it's more of a, um, uh, you know, it, 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 they have a different terminology for that, for that. So it's more, the morphogen, it's a gene, it's a splice, not, not a clip. And so it's, we've got like a gene level, clip level splice thing going on. And, uh, We've got it on, on our loop through the CV. And then we, you know, played with it through our math module to kind of tune it a little bit. So we have a make noise math module and we got it tuned to a certain sound. And then this song also is using the math module to modulate a Mother 32. And what we found is we like to manually modulate uh, through the log, um, logarithmic and exponential um modification that you can do on a mass module to uh you know really kind of crank up the sound and make it very kind of angry like Trent Reznor angry um and so this song is an analog creation and then what we did is we went and created kind of a polyrhythmic a little off the beat on purpose drum kit that we did on a Juno GI we took a drum kit from a Juno and we manually played the drum kit on the 61 key keyboard and we manually put it down. We did a couple versions of it. We had a version that was totally in time, and then we kind of like this off time. This this song is a little sonic dissonance in punk in, in a way. This is not using a drum machine um, in a typical way. We we manually played the drums. We have a poly, we have a rhythm coming from a mother thirty two, and uh, the the morphogen that's a little off the beat, a little t timing not exactly in synchronous and it you know we put it out there on instagram and people seemed to like it we were kind of wary was like well should we record it and like get everything all timed together but there's sometimes there's there's a reason to actually keep something a little off and this song is is off i know it's off i know people were like would go and say hey you know the timing's off but it sounds I think it sounds good the way it is. I think it has has a character to it that's not typical. And if I went back and tried to clean it up and re-record it, which I might eventually make a version. If I ever play it live, I probably 
you know, I, I can still recreate this situation live because I can just do the same drum beat that I was doing on the Juno and play it the way I was doing it. And, you know, I'm thinking of doing a Facebook Live to, to promote some of our new releases. Like we have releases coming out on the 12th and the 17th. Uh, so we're thinking of doing a Facebook Live. And this might, this song specifically, Solar Stone Man, we might play a live version of it. The other song that we did was another kind of like I was a little off, you know, on my CBD and I was like uh, tired from from ride chair Ubering and lifting. And I created a, a really dissonant kind of run through uh, live demo called Lick the Dust Off My Boots, which has got Josephine kind of in her, well, Josephine, not kind of, she's in her dominatrix mood and she's just totally kind of fucked up and she's, high and she's uh you know a little lucid and she's you know she's drunk and she's kind of pissed off like she normally is and she's just going off about you know a partner that's not like solo stone man a guy that's kind of maybe more of a woody allen maybe a guy that's like not you know really exciting to her so she's just gonna abuse and use him uh in her alpha mode and she's just going off on him and like you know He's taking a whip because he likes it, but you know she's she's just whipping him up psychologically and uh, physically, and just fucking him up. And uh, it, I don't know if this song will ever come out officially. I put it on my SoundCloud, but I don't know, know if I'm gonna release it. Uh, I've had some people say they really like it. It's a very you know different. It's kind of like you know what Louie did on uh, White Lake White Heat. It's a little off, and. Um, I had the original version without the guitar on it. That's more t- that's tighter, uh, but the lyrics are real. You know, I was in a, a weird state when I did those lyrics. So, it is what it is. And sometimes we like to just put experiments out. We're expansive sound experiments. That's what we do. Uh, we like to play with music and use all kinds of tools to to expand. Lately, we were watching a Roland documentary that goes through the whole history of Roland, and it's. Now, I've heard some people just do like slamming Roland all the time and, and pushing up Behringer, but it's like Behringer just cloned stuff that Roland did or Prophet did. They're not really creating a lot of original machines. Now, now, now people would say, oh, well, they've got the Neutron. Oh, they've got some other things. Yeah, but they primarily are making their claim off of things that other people built, which, you know, I'm not really into as much as... Uh, you know, Roland still creates a lot of good material. Like an RD2000 is a really good machine. A System 8 is a really good machine. The VT4 is is awesome. VT3 is awesome. And SEO2 is awesome. Um, so, you know, in the keytar they just put out, uh, it is a significant keytar. It's probably one of the best keytars that have been out in 10 years. And so Roland's always getting minimized for what they do. Uh, but, you know, and, and just remember, the System 700 is a full analog machine. So I don't know what some people on the net are talking about, how they're not doing things. The System 700, if you go and spend a, like the two grand on it, it is, it is an amazing machine. It is a significant machine. The System 8 can do things that the, 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 the Juno 106 and the Jupiter can't do. They can play together. They can layer together. You can't do that in the old world. So they've got some really good machines out there. Now, no, they haven't created a new Phantom, you know, and the Jupiter 50 and Jupiter 80 maybe weren't what everybody wanted, but they are still good machines. I would love to see them actually go forward with a lot of the ideas they have and see if they can combine something like 
what's in a system 700, what's like a, a, a system 16. I've said this before, like make a Jupiter 16, a 16 voice Jupiter based on the original design, have the structure of the original machine, kind of like, like what they try to do with the Jupiter 80 and 50. I think a lot of people would want that. But, you know, there also is some cool stuff they're doing with their with with the system eight. And so if they would make a full sized 61 key, 81 key system 16, you know, you have it have like wood end cheeks, have it have the have the full control of what a Jupiter physically looked like. You know, if, you, if a lot of people like that iconic design, you know, even a JD like 800. Um, that that was a, or JP eight hundred. That that was, that was an awesome machine. So the Roland still has a lot of cool machines, and I've kind of vacillated on whether or not my next machine would be a System Eight, just because they've got some really good stuff that you can do with a System Eight. Um, and, and there's a lot of other synths out there, but in terms of a workhorse synth that's dead reliable that you can bring to a gig and give you the sounds that you want and and be able to recall them pretty quick and also modify things. It's hard to see a synth as good as a system uh, as a uh, as a system eight that's you know easy to bring around, not too heavy, uh, and it, it's got a lot of capability. I'd be hard pressed to find a synth as good as that uh, for the money. Um, so it's not a big rolling thing. I'm a big fan of Moog. I would love a Moog one. You know, I would love to have a Quantum Waldorf. But if you're a working gigging musician and you want to have something that can really give you a lot of sounds and a lot of capability, it's hard, be hard pressed to find something better in a system eight uh, with a sequencer and the capability of what it has. And I've seen a lot of gigging musicians actually using it for that reason. Um, just like you could use an FA, you know, FA08 um, is, is dead reliable and you've got, you know, Integra module pretty much like half of an Integra module, which is a, is an amazing capability and a history of sounds. My J, my, my, my Juno GI, which is like, you know, eight years old, is a, a lot of what you hear in Fam Electric Ghost is coming from a, a JDXI. I mean, a JDXI and a Juno. And then I add, you know, the analog sense that I add um, from Moog and Arteria. And my ERX, but the primary stuff, the pianos and the keytars you hear, it's all coming from a Juno GI, and it's that it's that Roland legacy. So, for people who are saying that you know Roland's like dead or something, or it's like they don't know what they're talking about, because Roland still got a lot of really cool stuff. And I don't want to be an apologist for Roland. I use material, like I said, from Moog, from Pittsburgh, Modular, from Arturia, uh, from Make Noise. Uh, I'm, I'm looking to get a profit. XL. So, you know, I like everybody and I do like the Behringer stuff, but, you know, I like guys who actually create innovation like a teenage engineering in my OPZ. Now that is an amazing machine, um, which I've created two records already. And a lot of the stuff on violets, there's a lot of stuff that we used from the, from the teenage engineering. So, you know, teenage engineering has some really cool things. They got a lot of good, good, uh, good bones to what they're doing. So, you know, this is not just a advertisement for Roland. We, we like a lot of people and I like make noise. The Morphogene is a revelation. We use it all the time. Uh, the mass module is all over violets. Uh, it's been heavily used in the last year since we bought it for a lot of things. And our Arturia and Mini Boot 2S 
and our 6U Eurorack are, are, you know, prominent capabilities that have been used for, you know, the last couple albums, like the, the Flower That Blooms in the Midnight in the Tomb, um, Ratchet Symphony Number 8, and a lot of violence has all been, uh, you know, engineered and, and, and played and produced using these tools. And the, the Juno DI, which is an old board that some people would say, well, how could you use that? But it's like, you can use anything. You can use a Casio. I mean, I could go take a Casio CZ 101 and, and I could make a record with that. It's kind of like you take the tool, then the sound that it gives you, and you you, you don't let somebody say, well, like Roland's dead because they think it's dead. They, they, I'm sure there's tons of things you can do with all the Roland stuff that's out there right now. And I could take an Axe Edge and, and do amazing things with it. You know, I could take the a JDXI and, and do a lot of things with it. You know, so I could take an RD2000. And, you know, I could go take a Casio or a little a Yamaha, little $100 keyboard and do something. It's, it's a matter of, as a musician, you can do whatever you want. And it's not necessarily the board that's going to give you the amazing capabilities. Kind of like it's your musician capability. You can take anything. Like Jack White could take a $100 plastic guitar and make something amazing. So, you know, you don't need a $4,000 crazy synth to great, great art. You could take a lot lower end synth. And if you've got the bones as a musician, you can bring out the capability of that instrument because you've got a, an ear for what you want to do. And it doesn't really matter as long as you can play it and you can make it come to life. So I'll stop and uh, we'll talk to you later. And uh, like, again, before 12 is our first uh, signed uh, released with a record label, Mojo Head Records. Uh, we're going to have, uh, you've got a, a lot of personal demons to portray uh, on all the streaming services. So check it out. Love is like sawdust on a farm floor.
Now you're reborn. 